Larry, are you ready to start the podcast? What did you say, Bob? I said... I said, are you ready to... Bob? Bob? What happened to the electricity? It's really dark in here. I can see that. I mean, I can't see anything. Let me see if I can turn on the... Ouch! Ow! What was that? It's kind of round, but boy, it hit me hard. Larry, that's me. You're smashing me against the wall. Could you back up, please? Oh, sorry, Bob. It's so dark, I can't see a thing. Okay, hold on. I'm kind of feeling my way to the cupboard where there is a flashlight. I'm almost there. Flashlights! That's a great idea, Bob. Shine a light in here. That's what we need. Got it. Let there be light. Over here, Bob. I see you, Bob. Oh, and I see my blender. Oh, poor little blender. Just waiting to blend again. Hey, guys. My computer just lost power. What happened? We can't do the podcast without electricity. I'll check the breakers. Hold on. We're back. Electricity is back on. We can start the podcast. Great. Thanks, Bob. That's better. I can see again. Now, I'll just turn my robot vacuum back on, and the blender, and finish microwaving this bag of popcorn. Stop, Larry! What? Why? Because you'll use too much electricity all at once, that's why. But there are plenty of plugs in the wall. Look, we have a plethora of plugs. Yes, I know, but you can't just turn everything on all at once. But, Bob, I need my morning smoothie, and this popcorn is yummy and buttery, and we need to vacuum all the cookie crumbs, and... Hold on a moment, Larry. All those things need electricity, and if you use too much all at once, the electricity will turn off. Can I at least finish popping my popcorn? Uh, well, sure. Yum! Bob! Larry! It's podcast time! Great. Hi, kids. I'm Bob the Tomato. And I'm Larry the Cucumber. And you're listening to the Veggie Tales Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about curiosity. Curiosity is exploring the world around us and asking questions to understand and learn. And there are so many things to discover and learn. Right, Larry? Oh, absolutely. I'm still curious why I can't run the blender, the microwave, and my vacuum cleaner all at the same time. It just makes me want to ask, why? Why, Bob? Why? Asking why is a great question, Larry. It's how we learn about the world around us. Even more important, it's how we learn about who God is and what he is like. I love asking why. I know you do, Larry. Guys, our first guests for the day have just arrived. Show them in, producer Petunia. Hi, Junior. Hi, Laura. Hi, Bob. Hi, Larry. Thanks for coming into the studio. Do you want some popcorn? Sure. Popcorn's my favorite. Did you know that people have been popping corn for thousands of years? Really? Hey, this popcorn was in my cupboard for a long while, but hopefully not that long. In fact, archaeologists in South America have discovered evidence that people in Peru popped corn. That's amazing. Peru? How do you know that? I learned it from a book that I read. 
I love reading books, Bob. My whole family loves to read. Reading is a wonderful thing. Isn't it amazing that God invented reading and writing? But even more incredible than that, God has given us brains in a big, wonderful world we can learn about. If we stay curious, we can keep on learning our entire life. So that means we can learn every single day. Proverbs 19.8 says, If we keep on learning, we will discover good. And there are so many good things to learn about. Right, such as biology and astronomy and how rockets fly to the moon. And history and math and music. And did you know that some birds can sing up to 3,000 different songs? Wow, I didn't know that. Hmm, I wonder if they know any of my silly songs. What are some other things you're curious about, Laura? Well, I've always wondered how birds fly south for the winter and then always find their way home. How do they do that? Maybe they carry maps with them. I'm curious about gravity. If I drop this ball, it falls to the ground, right? Did you know that no one can really explain why gravity works? How weird is that? Really? But we can see gravity in action. Here, let me drop this spring. Or what about this water balloon? Or how about this big glass bowl? Larry! Uh, all right. Ugh. I won't drop the glass bowl. You know, one thing I've always been curious about is hummingbirds. Hummingbirds are the only birds that fly backwards. Did you know that? Uh, well, no. I've never really thought about that. It's like God gave hummingbirds a superpower. Why did he do that? Owls can't fly backwards. Ducks can't fly backwards. Penguins can't fly backwards. But penguins can't fly at all. Oh, that's right. I bet they wish they could fly. Do you think penguins dream about flying? Well, I don't know, but that's certainly an interesting question. I like being curious. It's fun. Bob, Larry, it's time for your interview with Dr. Flurry. Boy, oh boy, I'm looking forward to asking Dr. Flurry all kinds of questions. I'm going to ask him why, who, what, where, when, how, and... Why again? Junior, Laura, would you like to come along with us? Definitely. Would we ever? Ooh. Ah. Welcome to my observatory, everyone. This is my brand new super galactic hyperpower telescope. That telescope's huge. It's enormous. When I open the observatory roof with my automatic opener, I can observe all sorts of amazing objects in the sky. Like hot air balloons? Or birds flying south? Superheroes zooming around in jetpacks? No, not exactly. Those aren't the sorts of things I'm looking for. My telescope is so powerful that it can see far out into space. It helps me learn all kinds of interesting things about God's universe. Like what kind of things? Stars. Did you know there are over 200 billion trillion stars out there that God uses to light the heavens at night? Wow, that's a huge number. Why did God make so many? He knew exactly how many stars the galaxy needed. And then there's comets on Earth. I might see one comet every year with my eyes, but there are over one trillion comets in the outer solar system I can see with this telescope. One trillion comets? That's a lot of comets. These numbers are so huge. 
one trillion comets, two hundred billion trillion stars. How did God do it all? That question right there, Junior, is a wonderful question to ask. How did God think of a star or a comet or a planet in the first place? He must be incredibly creative. Yes, he is. Incredibly, amazingly, fantastically creative. And we have the privilege of learning about everything he created. The privilege of learning. I like how you put that, Dr. Flurry. It's like you're saying learning is a gift from God. My own curiosity has spread my imagination, and that's why I got this super powerful telescope. Amazing! Thanks for letting us visit, Dr. Flurry. Yes, we learned a lot and saw so much. Dr. Flurry, you turned my why into a wow. There's a big world out there. If we stay curious, keep on asking questions, we'll keep on learning. Bye. Goodbye. 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 Bob, Larry, I have Eric waiting on the line to talk with you. Eric is eight years old and he's from Brooklyn, New York. Great. Connect us, Petunia. Eric, you're live on the Veggie Tales podcast with Bob and Larry. Hi, Eric. How's it going, Eric? Hi, Bob. Hi, Larry. We've been talking about curiosity on the podcast today. Do you have a question about that, Eric? Well, maybe my question is actually the reverse of curiosity. The reverse of curiosity? Well, now I'm definitely curious. What do you mean, Eric? Well, you see, I have to learn math in school. It's all these numbers, and I have to add them and subtract them and multiply them together, and then they get bigger, or smaller sometimes, too. Numbers can be so sneaky the way they do that. Yeah, math is hard. I'm just not that interested in it. People keep telling me math is so important, but why? I'd rather just play guitar or go ride my bike. Those are good questions. Great question, Derek. I sometimes wonder about math, too. Like, do we really need math for everyday life? Do we need math when we go shopping? How about when we go to the beach? Or, one of my favorites, is math necessary to become good at bowling? The thing is, math is important because it helps you count. And counting shows up everywhere. And yes, Larry, math matters in bowling because you have to keep score. Eric, when you're learning something new, sometimes it can be tough. But remember... You don't have to have all the right answers all the time. What's important is that you're willing to keep trying and keep learning. Yeah, keep on asking why and keep on keeping on. If you're willing to learn, you'll discover all kinds of new things. Fantastic, wonderful things. If I'm willing to learn? Yep, that's the secret. Keep on learning, Eric, and keep on asking why. I will. Thanks, Bob and Larry. Bye, Eric. Guys, it's time for our advertisement. Junior and Laura, you're going to love this one. Boys and girls, our podcast today is sponsored by the wonderful people at Snails R Us. Snails R Us are the best. Seriously, I use them whenever I need snails. Speedy, speedy service. In this modern age of technological advances and scientific achievement, the world spins by so, so fast. Sometimes we forget to stop and enjoy the little things in life. The beauty of a sunset, the smile of a child, or the slow, steady crawl... 
of a snail. Are you missing that extra little touch for your wedding, funeral, or birthday party? Do you need snails for your special day? Then call Snails R Us. We're speedy, we're fast, and we'll ship you a box of high-quality snails in no time at all. Just listen to what Clifford in Daytona Beach, Florida has to say. He's one satisfied customer. Here at the Daytona International Speedway, we're all about racing fast cars and making sure the fans have a good time. We've come to realize over the years that snails are a big part of our racing life. We don't just have car races on the speedway, we have snail races on the slow way. Come on down and watch those snails race the day away. Sometimes it takes them all night long. What's more, we hand out free snails to all the kiddos who come to the races, as well as military and law enforcement. Sales R Us have been a great partner from the get-go, and we appreciate their speedy service. And service is our middle name at Snails R Us. Sign up for our extra speedy special annual subscription. Our always popular 500 snail starter pack delivered once a month. Kids love them. They're perfect for every home. Snails R Us, we're extra speedy when you're feeling needy. That was a really persuasive commercial. I'm going to order some snails when I get home. You won't regret it, Bob. Bob, Larry, I've got Mr. Lunt waiting on the line to do some animal translation. Mr. Lunt? He's great. I love it when he's on your podcast. I'm very curious about how he learned all those animal languages. You can ask him yourself, Laura. Wow, can I? Fantastic. I wonder why he learned all those languages. Put him through, Petunia. Thank you. You got it, Bob. Hello, Mr. Lunt. You're live on the VeggieTales podcast. Hi, Bob. Hi, Larry. I bet you can't guess who I'm with right now. This is an elephant. Elephants are great travelers. They always carry their trunks with them. (laughs) Get it? Very funny, Larry. No, no elephants. Hi, Mr. Lunt. This is Junior Asparagus. Laura and I are helping Bob and Larry with their podcast today. Ah, hi, Junior. Hi, Laura. Mr. Lunt, what is that music I hear? That's my ukulele, and it's the reason why I'm deep in the jungles of India. Did you say deep in the jungles of India? Isn't that a really wild place? Oh, yeah, it's pretty wild. But I've met some super nice animals here, so I'm not too worried. Mr. Lunt, I've always wanted to ask you... How did you learn so many animal languages? Well, let me tell you. You gotta learn elephant first. That's the trick. You learn elephant, and then you can understand rhino, hippo, crocodile, piece of cake, armadillo too. No problem. They all get easier after that. Except for squirrel. Those little guys talk so fast it's almost impossible to understand what they're saying. If the Indian jungle is so dangerous, why are you there? Well, Bob... The animals here heard I'm a pretty good ukulele player. And word gets around if you're a good ukulele player. So they invited me to come play for them. Did anyone hear that noise? What noise? There it is again. Did you hear that? It kind of sounded like a kitten. Yeah, if a kitten weighed 500 pounds and had a deep voice. Oh, that's just Chandra. He is a kitten. Or more precisely, he's a very big kitten. A full-grown tiger. (laughs) A tiger? 
save yourself, Mr. Lunt. Oh, yeah, really? You broke the scale. Chandra says he actually weighs 621 pounds. That's huge. That's more than 100 times my weight. Hey, that's math. Math is useful in everyday life. And this is his big brother, Mohandas. He says hi, and that he uses math all the time, too. What? You count your stripes? And algebra? Oh, okay. Mohandas says he sometimes will figure out how many monkeys are left in the tree if 16 monkeys leave to get bananas, then 7 monkeys return with no bananas, but 2 monkeys leave to chase butterflies. Stuff like that. Tigers are interesting. I'm glad you took the time to learn their language, Mr. Lunt. Mohandas says you should all come visit the jungle someday. He'll show you around. These guys know everybody, and I mean everybody. You'll have a nice time. Um, I'm not sure I'm that curious, but thank you for the invite. Junior, we should totally ask our parents if we can go visit the tigers in the jungle. Uh, I don't know what my parents would say about that. And you definitely need to ask your parents about something like that. What? You want to hear some more songs? The tigers say they want to hear some more songs. If these guys aren't eating or sleeping, it's all about their music. Do the tigers like singing songs around campfires? Well, they're not really into fires, but they do like singing. We have one of my silly songs, a favorite to share. I think the tigers will really like it. Asteroid, 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 asteroid cowboy. Yeehaw! Oh, my little rocky dogie, your orbit has been stirred. Don't you dare be sneaking out, gotta get back in the herd. It's lonely Never down. But when we set up camp, it's 
a fire. I think it might be that no air thing again. Yeah. You know, you can roast marshmallows on Earth. I want to be a cowboy on Earth. Come visit them in the jungle soon. Well, thank you, Mr. Lunt, for another very memorable translation adventure. Thanks, Mr. Lunt. That was fun. Yeah, totally awesome. All right, you're welcome, guys. Until next time, stay curious. There's a lot to learn out there. Next up, we have an extra special guest. I have Professor Yusuf Khalil calling all the way from Egypt. Professor, you're live on the VeggieTales podcast with me, Bob the Tomato, and Larry the Cucumber. And also our special guest hosts for the day, Laura Carrot and Junior Asparagus. Hi, Professor. Hi, Professor. Good morning, everyone. Uh, it's morning where you are, Professor? Yes, it is. Egypt is on the other side of the world from you. The sun is just coming up, and we're starting another day at the dig. The dig? What do you mean by that? I'm an archaeologist, Bob, and uh, dig is what we call a place where we search for clues to our past. We are like detectives. We dig up the ground and look for buried things from long ago. So is that kind of like looking for bones your dog buried last month? <laughs> not exactly, though we are very happy to find bones, but not just a month old. We look for things that are hundreds of years old. Things like old buildings, pottery, coins, tools... All the things that people used in their everyday life. And of course, like I said, we are always excited to find skeletons. Skeletons? You seriously look for skeletons? We do indeed. Finding skeletons is an important part of archaeology. A skeleton can tell us a lot about the past. So, do you just grab a shovel and dig until you hit something? Well, we sometimes use shovels, just like you use in your garden. Sometimes we use a big backhoe, but a lot of times we use very, very small shovels, sometimes as small as a spoon, when we have to dig carefully. We also use brushes to sweep away the dirt. Well, that sounds really fun. I bet kids would love visiting a dig. We have lots of schools visit us on field trips because it's fun for children to see and experience. It's just like digging in the sandbox when you're a kid, except... You might find an old Roman sword instead of a toy tractor. I wish I could find an old Roman sword. I'm going to go dig in my garden when I get home. I don't think you're going to find any swords in your garden, Larry. All I need is a backhoe. You don't happen to have a backhoe, Bob, do you? You know, finding interesting things in your backyard is always a possibility. Several years ago, a farmer in England found ancient Viking sword when he was working in his field. I'm going to check out some books at the library about archaeology and learn more. That's a great idea, Junior. I'll go with you. Reading books about archaeology is a great way to learn, especially if there aren't any digs nearby. Speaking of learning, Professor, before we let you go, I have to ask, why did you become an archaeologist? Well, it's really all about curiosity for me. I do what I do because I'm curious about the past. I want to understand what life was like long, long ago. There is a lot we do not know, 
and we still have so much to learn. We certainly do. I know I do. Thanks for talking with us. Ah, uh, you're welcome, Bob. That was super interesting. I want to know more about archaeology now. Me too! We should start a dig in my backyard. Maybe we could find an old Roman sword or even pirate treasure. Bob and Larry, thanks for letting us hang out with you today on the podcast. Hearing about all these amazing things makes me even more curious. God's world is so wide and wonderful. I know. It's the best. Tigers and snails, stars in the sky. You know what? Learning new things is kind of like the professor digging up buried treasure. You're right, Junior. Stay curious about life and see what you can learn. And do you know what? In Proverbs chapter 16, verse 16, God says that getting wisdom and understanding is even better than finding gold. So he really does want us to be curious about his creation. And, most important of all, who he is. You know what I'm really curious about, Bob? What's that, Larry? Tubas! I love to play the tuba, but I've never been curious about who invented the tuba. And why? Why, Bob? Why? I don't know. I'm kind of curious now, too. Why tuba? Or why not tuba? That's the question, Bob. Great question. Anyway, remember, kids, God made you special. And he loves you very much. Goodbye! Goodbye.